Blog Talk Radio. No limits. No boundaries. I see increase all around me. Say no limits. No boundaries. I see increase all around me. Come on. Stretch for. Break for. Release me. Enlarge my Me. No limits, no boundaries. Come on, said I see increase all around me. Stretch for, break for, release me. Enlarge my territory. Say, no limits, no boundaries. Said I see
L-O Radio is where you can find us there. If you want to follow us on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash C-T-L-O Radio, facebook.com slash C-T-L-O Radio is where you can find us there. Come on, y'all know y'all can find us there. And then the live streams are up and running. The live streams are up and running. Y'all come on, come on, come on, come on, get in here. The live streams are up and running. We're live right now on Facebook and YouTube. That's right. We're live right now on Facebook and YouTube. You can find us on all of our Facebook pages. All you got to do is go to Facebook.com slash T-T-L-O radio, Facebook.com slash T-T-L-O radio, and you can find us there. Facebook.com slash CTLO Radio, and you can find us there. Real simple, real easy to do, uh, and you can get to us there. If you are uh, watching on YouTube, um, follow us on YouTube. You can do that real simple, real simple. Or go to YouTube, do a simple search on YouTube for the Taking Limits Off Radio Show. Once you get there, you'll hit that button, hit that subscribe button. You'll have access to every time we go live. <clears throat> you'll have access to us there. Amen. And don't forget, too, we are an iHeartRadio partner, which means you can find us on your iHeartRadio app. Just do a simple search for the GTLO Media Group, and you'll find us right there all the time. Right there. Amen. Amen. And amen. Huh? Come on, come on, come on, come on. I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, don't forget, too, you can find us anywhere you can download the podcast. You can find us there. That means iTunes, Spotify, anywhere, anywhere you can find us. Uh, you can find us there. Amen. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, man, look, let's just get right to it. Let me get uh, let me get this 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 good old uh, CTK uh, information out the way. Huh? Let me do that. Let me let me let me do that first. Let me get the good old CTK information out the way. Y'all know I'm, I'm, I am the uh, uh, defensive coordinator. That's it. The defensive coordinator uh, for the uh, Christ the King varsity football team uh, over on the wild, wild west side of Chicago. West side. Uh, I am over there. And, uh, man, we are excited. We've been excited for a while. about Y'all know me. Y'all, if y'all know me, y'all know I've been excited for a while uh, about this football team because I felt like we had a good good practice. We had a good, uh, good summer camp, good training camp, all of that, right? And we have put in the work. And I just want to go in and say this. I'm gonna say it. Let me. Let, let, I should just read. Let me read. Let me read the announcement that I had them read at the school. How about I do that? Uh, <laughs> the like y'all made an announcement. Show me. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, I said it like this. Calling all gladiators. Uh, if you were at the at the game in Elmhurst this weekend, uh, then you witnessed history for the first time, huh? For the first time ever, we have a three and zero. Varsity football team. Make some noise in this place, huh? For the first time ever. Come on now. We got a whole a whole three and old football team. Right there. I know some of y'all might be going through because y'all feel somewhere about the bad. Let me say that again. Feel somewhere about the bad. Uh but let me go on here to help y'all out. Go on get over that and come on and get behind the team that ain't gonna let you down. Come on, get behind a team that ain't going to let you down, that's going to treat you right. But y'all might well come on and get behind these, your Christ the King, Daddy, Daddy. Y'all might well come on and get behind these, 
<laughs> these here. Your Christ the King, Black Eagle. Man, look, it was a good game. It was a hard game. It was a rough game. Uh, but we played hard all the way through. Uh, a hiccup here and there. Because the game could have really been, could have really been, should have been, should have been. But I ain't tripping. Man, look, we had a good time uh, out there. It was, it was, it was a little tight. And like I tell people all the time, uh, those tests are amazing. And it just lets you know where you stand. Those tests are an amazing part of what we do. And it is, it is great, great, great uh, for our young men uh, over at the Christ the King. Uh, uh, high school man, so it was good. It was, it was, it was good. The team we played. Look, we play who on our schedule. We play who's on our schedule. I'm grateful. I got an amazing team. My defense. They. I met with them today. Uh, you know, afterwards, got an amazing team, man. And we put. They put in the work and they held it together. You know what? And I like the fact that they look. They didn't get down on themselves. They kept playing and they kept playing and they and look and they made stops. When needed. What's up, Felicia? How you doing? They made stops when needed. It was a great time. I'm gonna need y'all to come out. Y'all get a chance. Where we at this week? We at Cape Key this week, right? Yeah. Claude, have mercy. Uh, we <laughs> we gotta drive to Cape Key this weekend. But if y'all wanna come on over to we'll be at Melrose Park uh, next weekend in Southern Coast Field. Uh, hopefully we be. Let me tell you right there. We be four no next weekend. Huh? We got Bishop McNamara. All the way out there in Young Kankakee. But y'all come out, man, and support this football team. Y'all come out to these young men. They play hard. They play aggressive. And 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 I think winning has become it's gotten contagious. And it's just a wonderful, wonderful thing, man. So y'all gotta come out and check out these Christ the Clean guys. These Christ the King. Christ the Clean. <laughs> these Christ the Clean King. I know, right? I said I'm hungry. I ain't ate nothing today. These Christ the King gladiators, huh? Please. Yeah, these Christ the King gladiators, man. So, look, it was a good time. 16-8 was the final score. 16-8 was the final score on Friday. So, um, it's going to be some good stuff. I should have known. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to download some highlights (laughs) for next week. (laughs) Go get some highlights. Some of the highlights of the game. Put that out here, too. So y'all can see a little bit of what my squad looks like because my boys play hard. They do, they do. I'm proud of them. I'm proud of them. I am. Again, got a great team. Uh, our coaching staff is jealous. Uh, we, we jealous, as they say, we jealous. So I'm good with it. Everybody is doing their thing, doing their part, and it all comes together at the end. And the end result is what we want at the end of every game. When the clock is 0-0, look, we ain't holding our heads down. It's a win in the win column. So we love it. And uh, I love it. I love, I love all my guys. I love my peeps. Uh, good stuff, man. So uh, it's exciting. It is. It is. It is. Hey, uh, all right. I got that out the way. <clears throat> I ran across a video earlier today. Let me get a little sip of this water so I can try to clear some of this frog out of my throat. Ain't no frog. It's from me hollering on Saturday. <clears throat> Whoa. My God. All right. So why you got that look? What's wrong? Oh, like you. Go ahead, I did. I did. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm like, what I mean? So, <clears throat> y'all know Mike Todd. Mike Todd is a pastor uh, of a church that we have uh, mentioned before uh, on these here uh, Etherways as uh, my good buddy, uh, 
Michael Henderson likes to say. We've mentioned him before. And uh, this time, he has made another comment that is just doing too much. Doing too much. Uh, Pastor Mike Todd. Here is the excerpt. And I know people are going to say, well, uh, <clears throat> he's supposed to be teaching on the importance of tithing. Teaching on the importance of tithing. That's what he was teaching on. Here is a one minute and 16 second clip now. Normally, if I had time, I would have tried to find a little bit longer version of the clip, and I might still do that. But I want to play this version of the clip because this is where we get ourselves in trouble. And this is why there's so much division in the church from bad teaching. I'm going to play this. Let me, let me cue this up. And uh, it's just bad business, man. Let me let me let me let me get this better. Not the button. All right. Uh, here we go. Pastor Mike Tom. Y'all ready for this? Let me let me go ahead and enlarge my territory over here. And then we gonna play. Here we go. And you go mute me, right? Mm-hmm. All right. You can't I don't even know where to start. So he is trying to, he is trying to relate tithing. He is trying to relate tithing to God giving Jesus his first son. So he's trying to correlate God giving his, he's trying to use that first fruit thought. And that because God gave his first, let me, let me just, I'm going to play the audio again just so y'all can hear it. I'm going to play the audio again just so y'all can hear it. Just listen. I ain't going to play the video again. I'm going to play the audio again. Just so y'all can hear it for yourself, because I don't want y'all to think I'm, you know, just so y'all can hear it. Just listen, listen to this. I, I had to just play it one more time just so y'all could, could get it. Just to get it. Right, so 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 can we can we start there? Right, I want I want to talk to you. He said it's easy 
bestowed. And you know you got it. But he kind of, but I thought I heard him say, and y'all heard it too, but I, I, did, I wasn't hearing it. That God stole his time, Jesus, on a maiden. So what I heard him say was that God, that's what he said. That's what he said. Can we just hold on? Let me play it again. Oh, God. I'm done. On a maze. Wait, 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 wait. I have to keep music. Okay. Let me, let me, let me play it again. Hold on, because we got to make sure we got our stuff right over here. Here we go. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. Is that really what he was saying? That maybe it'll work. Or maybe it won't. Can you explain the foolishness of that comment? Yeah, I mean, y'all, y'all hear this, right? The foolishness of the comment. Who's buying into this? Who is buying into this? And he has a large following. He has a large following. And 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 I don't I don't know. I, again, I, I I would go back and, and watch the entire broadcast, I guess, and see how the money thing ended up on the table. I don't know. I don't know where that came from. How they got to that point with him putting the money on the table. I don't know what the the uh, I don't know what that, what, what that was. I'm not sure. Um, but let let me say this, because see, this is how a lot of people end up not wanting to be a part of anybody's church, anybody's organization, because you have all of this wrong teaching. And I say that from a person who used to believe in the wrong teaching. Let me say that again. I say that coming from a place of a person. Let me say it this way. Tithing in its conception had nothing to do with money. I'll say it again. Tithing, nowhere in the Bible, in narrow version, in, 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 in not narrow version of the Bible, was tithing ever about money. And it's unfortunate that due to wrong teaching and then manipulative teaching that people have been misled in a plethora of ways. I don't care what version of the Bible you read. I don't care if it's the Amplified, the American Standard, the English with the Bereans, y'all know the one that be in the little thing next to the, you know, the Bereans. Uh, the, the common English, the contemporary English, the Catholic Bible, the Darby's translation. It don't matter if it's the ESV, the FBV, 
the Good News Bible, the KJV, the NIV, the Lexingham, the Modern English Version, the Message Bible, the New NIV. It don't make no. It don't make no difference. The new, the new Revised Standard. <laughs> it don't matter which one you read. Nowhere in any of those translations nowhere in any of those translations is tithing about money. Now 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 my, my, my coach on here, Muhammad, he said, Well I hear him in that respect. Right, right. Tithe, right, faith is, isn't without risk. Exactly. But then he he, he was good up until that point. No, he wasn't, because first of all, he said Jesus was a tithe. That's a problem. But when he said faith is with the, can't have faith without risk, absolutely. But then he put it out there that God was risking something. Huh? You should say something? Go ahead. What I heard was. Uh-huh. She gave me a chance to chew, too, because I ain't nothing. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> like. What I heard was like, like God was like Jesus was a uh, a stock risk, and then you sounded like you know as if God was didn't have any any faith and everything. Like 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 Jesus was a volatile stock, so it could have went either either way up or down. First of all. <clears throat> God don't need faith. He God. Can I help somebody? He don't need faith. What faith does God need? Truth be told. See, when you, when you, okay, let me help y'all real quick. When he makes that comment, his comment then contradicts scripture. Oh, okay. I know you said you going. But I don't mean to sound old. <laughs> okay. But like this is really starting to sound like we are at our end times for real because he is like, you know, like you know, I, I told you got him when Felicia Smith they is in that red. He in that red and then he over there misleading people and everything else like that. And like you said, he has a large, you know, following. His books are in in many stores, it's in the Hobby Lobby and everything else like that. So you know, he it's a, it's a small it's a small takeover that can be be larger, and it's going to be like what side are you going to be standing on when it all goes down? I don't want to be on that side because that side is it, 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 beyond shaky. Because this is like you said, this is his third controversial statement. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't know if you try to do that to like okay, listen to what I said, and then like you know, then everybody gonna flood in to to hear. I don't want to call the man goofy, but like you know, like let's listen, let's listen to what he better, you know, tell to um tell to Sunday because we then we're giving him views. So like you know, it's just, it's just clickbait at this point. It, 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 it's not because if you turn on his his YouTube live, nine hundred thousand people on there watching, right already. So yeah, some on there just watching to be watching, but the rest are his people. Um, what did I miss? Comment. My chewing is distracting. My chewing. <laughs> hey, man. I was chewing with the mic off. <laughs> if y'all have fed me in school today, I wouldn't be in here all right now. You know, I got the door cut. Like, 
Hey, okay. Anyway, uh, but he, this is right. So, so let me let me let me let me tell you how this contradicts the word of God. A very familiar scripture, Book of John, the Gospel of John, chapter ten, verse ten. Very familiar book of scripture. Y'all know it. Literally says that these come uh, not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But then Jesus answers and says this. He says, I come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I'm confused. How are you going to say this on your end? But Jesus said this on this end. So you're literally contradicting. You're contradicting the very word of God by making that statement. Tithing never had anything to do with money. I'm sorry I ever taught it incorrectly. It had nothing to do with money. Let's be honest. Let's just be real. Let's just keep it, keep it where it is. Tithing was about agriculture. Your goods, the first fruits of your ground, that's it. And watch this. It was never meant, can I take it a step further? It was never meant to help you sustain your church. Oh, Lord, help me. You might want to put these up. Uh, somebody get in trouble. Oh, yeah. Then we're going to get the disclaimer ready. Because it was never meant. For you to take care of your church. <clears throat> the tithe, watch this. It was, yeah, let, me, let me get that up there. The, the, the opinions and beliefs and viewpoints expressed by the various authors and forum participants on this website and show do not necessarily affect the opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints of the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church or its leadership. Y'all got that good. This is all day. Right here. Y'all know I got no problem pointing to make it right here. I want all the smoke. So let me go ahead and put it out here. There was never a time the tithe was to be brought to the temple. And you know who got to use the tithe? The Levites. Now, last time I checked, they ain't done who the Levitical priesthood is gone. Now, if you finna pull, now if you finna give me, come on now. If you finna give me What's the thing called? Ancestry.com. And if the Ancestry.com people can show me that your DNA links you back to the Levitical priesthood, then we can have a different type of conversation. But until then, let's stop playing around. Now, your offerings and your giving and your gifts, absolutely. But let's stop trying to correlate everything to tithing. Because it's not that. I don't get You can't prove it in the Bible. You can't. It's been, we, we got to stop. We got to stop. We got to stop that. We, we, have, we have to lift this. Come on and be real about this and let's stop. My brother uh, Muhammad, you said something earlier and, I, and you ain't lying. That's why a lot of folks don't want to be in church. That's why a lot of folks don't want to be in church now. Because people that gave up, they laughed. Because of this teaching and folks telling them that God will provide. 
You didn't pay your light bill. You didn't pay your mortgage. You didn't pay your phone bill and your car note because you gave it to the church. And now you're waiting on the church van to pick you up. And you live out of range so they ain't coming to get you. Your phone cut off, so now you're at Boost Mobile. You didn't pay your mortgage, so now you have to move out of your house to an apartment that you can't afford. All because you were, you were mistalked. Yeah, if I can borrow from my man Malcolm, you was bust, we was bamboozled, run them up, let us straight. It's foolishness. To say that he, he, he literally said that, 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 that God was, was, was testing his own faith. What? How, Sway? How? In what in what in what time? How can how can the one who made it all and who watched this by you saying that you are peeling away at the omniscience of God? Let me say that again for somebody who might have been just got just got here. By saying that God was betting on the maybe, like you literally said it was a crapshoot. That God was up there shooting dice. Now Jesus, I don't know if you're gonna do it. But I'm offended. So, so God had the dice and was like, Earth needs to be green. Right. <laughs> These people need to be green. Right. You, you sitting up there. He's shaking up, shaking them. What he said was, I wish I had some cards in here. What he said was, what he said was, God was up there playing Uno. Help me, Jesus. I know I'm going to get that God was up there playing Uno, and it was a green card that was played, and he didn't have no green or the number to match. He didn't have a green. So now he had a green, he didn't have no trophy or nothing. So now what he's saying is God has to pick a card from the deck. Not <laughs> That's literally what he said. Can y'all help me with that? What kind of foolishness? Come on now. It, 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 it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. 2 Corinthians 11, 13 and 15. Felicia, 2 Corinthians 11. Let me get that. Let me get that. 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians 11, 13, 15. Let's get there. Let's get there. 13 and 15. Boom. Right there. Somebody must have already knew it because it's been looked up before. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, for such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostle of Christ. Uh-oh. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers will also be transformed as ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. You just preached. That's a whole sermon right there. You just preached. Felicia, uh, Yvonne says, that's why Cain's offer was received from the Lord. That's what he said, man, for Muhammad. That's what he said. Jesus, I don't know if you're going to do it. Look, all right. Give him a, give him a, get the, uh, mute, mute me now because I'm going to play it again. I'm going to play it one more time. This, 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 this. Let me, let me play it. I'm just going to play the audio, y'all. Here we go.
This is sister song playing in the background. I, I just had to. Let's all get that one more time. On the maybe. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It went from his page. It went from his page. It was from somebody else. I don't know if I can give you. It was from.
right there. Satan, the first influence. I'm going to pray to the Lord. He preached out. Satan was the yeah, I don't want to make sure I'm right. Can you like my God? Be like, oh, this sounds good. You get some music. Right, you know. Oh my God, I'm sorry, y'all. <clears throat> anyway, I didn't talk about Christ the King and talk about this cloud, but it's all. These uh said that's a phrase we use that to, to keep things clean. Yeah, yeah. There's another one that my my phone is uh partner said my uh, one of my phone teammates tells me. Ain't nothing but Thank you. 
We want to know what scripture did they use? Third piece. Everyone want to know what the sermon title was. Four piece. The four piece. Church shaking. That's what it is. The four piece. Church shaking. Now Felicia sent us a video for her check-in. And I'm assuming I got to watch the video no check-in in. So let me, let me see what, what's really going on. Let me see here. Uh, okay, that, no, that's not a check-in. That's an announcement. Okay, so what is, it's a four-piece check-in, four-piece check-in, four-piece check-in. So again, who preached? What was the sermon title? What was, I'm sorry, who preached? What church you go to? Who preached? What was the scripture? What was the sermon title? Four-piece. Them folks, right there. Four-piece church check-in. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. So, y'all can tell me, and I think Angela already dropped hers out there. Angela went to Judah Nation Worship Center, uh, and it was, the sermon title was, It Will Be Greater Later, Apostle Charles M. Smith. Okay. All right. What's the scripture? You got a scripture for me, man? That's a three-piece. You're missing the business. What's the four-piece, four-piece, four-piece. I like that. I like that, though. I like that. It will be greater later. That's good. That's good. She says her brother's church. Okay. But what was the scripture that he came from? I like to, I like to know. I like to know. I like to know how it correlated. I like to know. That's all. Amen. All right. And then, Felicia, did you, did you give us a check-in? I don't believe she did. Yeah. But y'all come on, man, and do your four-piece check-in. What was the, I'm trying to remember yesterday. It was, um, I cannot for the life of me. See, everybody's talking about food. Your mother-in-law just texted me saying what we eat. <laughs> I'm not finna cook. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yesterday here at the Ebenezer, I'll check in, I'll check in. Yesterday here at the, at, the, at the young Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, uh, that's where we were. The video was your check-in, so I was supposed to play that. That's a lot of work. Uh, it says, yesterday at the Ebenezer, which, uh, well, I was at the Ebenezer, uh, Daryl in person, uh, the pastor, singing pastor preached, uh, and the sermon, uh, the scripture was Second Timothy 4. 2 Timothy 4, 1 through 5. And 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 the scripture title, oh Lord, was something. Uh, huh? Go ahead. Start reading. Uh, you say what? Said, start reading. Start. <laughs> the scripture title was um, Against All Odds. Against All Odds. That was your title yesterday. Say that I tried. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> you already had it ready. And it says, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Uh-huh. Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. Oh, that's the video I should have played. Uh, verse 3 says, from the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust, oh, this fits my God right now, shall heap to themselves teachers, 
having itching ears. Verse 4 says, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. Then it said, but watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. Yeah, that's good right there. That's good. The more itching ears. Oh, y'all got a new church home in that. Ah. All right, let me let me let me see if I can get it to do 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 the do over here. Right, do the do. Let me see here. Let me click the click. And then come on, come on, come on. Pause there and rewind you. And Like that. Hey. Hey. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right, Felicia. Big James Robinson out there in the, where y'all at? Oral? No. Naperville? Somewhere around there. Y'all out there. Fa Fa. Right. Around the corner from a taco joint, right? <laughs> but that's nice. 
Congratulations. Congratulations to the Purpose City Church. I like that. I like that. Uh, tell whoever, kudos on their video production. Let me say that. Tell whoever, your people, kudos. Big shout out on that, that video production. Very well done. Very well done. Uh, that's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, all right, let's keep it moving. We're going to jump right into our conversation uh, for tonight because we're going to be on time. We're going to be on time. She said my pastor did that. That's love. That's love. That's, that's, that's good stuff right there. I'm, 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 all, I'm down with that. Uh, let's get to uh, today's article. Today's article. Uh, and it is, again, five uplifting reasons to receive God's grace and mercy. Five of them. Five of them. Uh, uplifting reasons uh, to receive God's grace and mercy. Uh, let's jump right in on that right now. The writer uh, is Kristen Maiden. Kristen Kirsten. Let me get that right. Kirsten, not Kristen. Kirsten Maiden. She's a Christian blogger who writes devotionals. Uh, that empower and equip believers in their everyday life. She is a wife, a mom, and she loves Jesus. She has a Master of Divinity degree from Emory University in Atlanta, GA. Uh, for the last 20 years, Kirsten has served in several ministry capacities. She has a passion to serve with women, empowering them to grow and to live out their God-given purpose. Currently, she serves alongside her husband in ministry in West Virginia. She's the author of Merciful Moments, a devotional journal for moving forward with grace each day. Nice. Let's jump to it, y'all. Let's jump to it. Uh, this is should be good. Y'all ready? All right, let's jump into it. Uh, the writer says this. Get right up there. Thank you. She it says, God's grace and mercy is available to us, but we often have a difficult time receiving it each day. Yeah, facts, facts. Uh, she goes on to say, no one is perfect, and we all fall short daily. Mistakes happen. We try to gain and move forward. We, when we do fall short, God desires us to grow, learn, and draw closer to him for guidance and direction. I like that. I like that already. Um, she goes on to say, she goes on to say, uh, but instead of clinging to God, we often are hard on ourselves for our shortcomings, and we can be our own harshest critics. Oh, my God. Uh, we place unrealistic expectations on ourselves and others, trying to handle everything within our own strength. The good news is that God's grace is a free gift for all believers and covers us, strengthening us <clears throat> to move forward. If you have been overly critical and struggling to receive God's amazing grace and mercy, here are five uplifting reasons. Come on now. Uh to make some change today. Y'all ready? Here we go. Number one, number one, number one. I love this. Huh? God's grace is a free gift. Ain't no maybe behind it. Watch out. God's grace is a free gift. You don't have to earn, work, for, or buy God's grace. It's a free gift given to each believer. He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we've done, but because of his own purpose and grace. 
This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. 2 Timothy 1 and 9. Can I grab that? 2 Timothy 1 and 9. This is good. This is blessing me already. 2 Timothy 1 and 9 says it like this. It says, he has saved us all and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. Amen. Amen. The writer goes on to say, God's grace is given from God's love for us and reassures us that we are not alone. God's grace empowers and encourages us to start each day fresh and to put the past behind us. Amen. Despite the very seasons and challenges that we will face, God's grace continues to cover, guide, and lead us each day. Oh, this is blessing me. I like this. This is blessing me. Come on now. Uh, the writer goes on to say, that is great news. When we are discouraged or needing encouragement to move forward, we can receive God's grace to remain uplifted and be reminded that he is in us. Today, I invite you to give thanks and praise to God for his grace that is a free gift for you and for me. Amen. I like that. Grace is free. Come on, Felicia, not 2023. Right. His love is free. His love is free. He paid it already. Grace is free. And 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 we need to make sure that we give ourselves, my God, we give ourselves a, 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 a certain amount of grace. Because I like what she said. We can be our own worst critics. We can be our own worst critics. We can do ourselves sometimes more harm than the people around us or the people we think are trying to do us harm. I like that. God's grace is a free gift. That's number one. Let's keep going, y'all. Number two. Number two says God's grace is sufficient. Huh? Oh, glory. Say that now. God's grace is sufficient. The writer says, another uplifting reason to receive God's grace is because it's sufficient for you. It's enough. Come on now. But he said it to me. Come on now. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. That's 2 Corinthians 12 and 9. So when we are weak, when we got some shortcomings, come on now, his power is made perfect in our weakness. He goes on to say, uh, the writer says, there's nothing we can do, we can do <clears throat> or have done that exempts us from God's grace. It carries us and sustains us when we are weak and feeling overwhelmed. He says, let God's grace cover you when you need new strength and direction in your spirit. Allow God's sufficient grace to fill in the gaps when your human strength is depleted or needing restoration. Receive God's grace as the best free gift you've ever received. If uh, Watch this. You don't have to ever wonder if this will be available because it is always more than enough. God's sufficient grace covers all of our inadequacies, shortcomings, flaws, and sins. Continue to walk in God's abundant and amazing grace today. That's good. 
That's good. I like that. That's a blessing. Ain't that a blessing? That's good. That's good. I like that. That we we have we have to learn how to watch that to recognize that His grace is enough. You got enough. You ain't got to worry about saying make it enough. It's enough. God's grace is more than enough for what we need. More than enough. More than enough. Let's keep going. Number three. Number three. God's mercy allows us to move forward. Uh-oh. God's mercy allows us to move forward. The writer says this, despite our past shortcomings, God's mercy covers us and gives us strength to move forward. Psalm 151 and 1 says, have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out my transgression. Watch this, y'all. When we feel like we want to quit, God's mercy empowers us to keep going with new energy and vigor and purpose. God's mercy propels us to start again tomorrow and stop looking backwards. Mm -hmm. Each new day that God allows us to wake up is a new opportunity to try again to trust him more. Our circumstances may not immediately change, but God's mercy allows us to shift our perspective and trust in his direction. Hallelujah. That's good, Dad. That'll work. And it is a good part. If we make a wrong turn, they need to be redirected. God's mercy invites us to do so with no condemnation. So as you move forward each day, I invite you to allow God's mercy to guide and direct you forward. As you trust in him. That's good. That's good. Knowing that that mercy is there when you mess up. Come on now. When you need some direction, right? And, and instead of punishing you and taking you out and making you watch this ineligible, his mercy keeps you eligible. Oh my. Oh my. Because truth be told, if we just put all the stuff down that we done did wrong in the book, we all, uh-huh, all, we, that includes me, yeah, when I say we, us, speaking French, we all, uh-huh, we all would be ineligible, but his mercy allows us to keep moving forward. That's a good word right there, y'all. That's a good word. I like that. That thing will preach by itself. Amen. All right. Here we go. Number four, number four, number four. God's mercy is calming. Yes. I like that. God's mercy is calming. The writer says, uh, in addition to God's mercy moving us forward, God's mercy, yeah, please, God's mercy is calming and available to you and I. Say it loud. I receive God's mercy today. This daily affirmation is essential for you to not only say, but fully believe. She goes on to say, I've learned that receiving mercy doesn't mean there is no struggle. God's mercy will cover and keep you even in the midst of life's challenges. When I felt anxious or overwhelmed from a situation or a challenge before me, God's mercy has uplifted me and shifted my perspective. My circumstance may not immediately change, but my outlook and response will. Micah 7 and 18 says this, who is a God like you 
who pardons sin and forgives the transgression of the remnant of his inheritance. You do not stay angry forever, but delight to show mercy. You and I can choose. We receive God's mercy or live with constant anxiety. God's mercy will calm you when you are frantic. God's mercy will direct you when you feel lost. And I invite you to receive this mercy today. That's good. That's good right there. Sometimes we do need to calm down. Huh? <clears throat> Sometimes we have to tell peace to be still. Oh, my, my. Ah. <laughs> Sometimes we just need to calm down. Yeah. 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 God, God's mercy will calm a situation down. It will calm down a hectic mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I like it. I like that. All right, y'all. Last one. Last one. Woo! Here's a big one. This could have been number one, actually. Here's a big one. God's grace and mercy helps you forgive yourself. Come on, Felicia. Come on. Calm down, sat down, shut down, and shut. Come on. Number five. God's grace and mercy helps you to forgive yourself. The writer says this, God's grace and mercy allows us to forgive ourselves and walk in God's victory. However, it is not always easy. It is a daily decision to receive God's grace and mercy as we engage in daily life with joys and challenges. Christ's death has forgiven us for all our sins, but we don't always extend the same grace to ourselves and others. What are some practical ways that we can forgive ourselves and receive God's grace? Each day, we can celebrate our blessings and the things that are going well. Meditate on scripture that reminds us that we are already forgiven from God. Because 1 John 1 and 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us of all unrighteousness. So encourage yourself. And write or say positive affirmations to help combat negative self-talk. Don't retreat or run away from him, but draw closer to God. He desires to show you that he is your loving father who can help you change. Due to his great love for you, God teaches, shepherds, and directs you with loving kindness and patience and grace. In order to move forward and trust in God is in control, it is important to forgive yourself first. Each new day provides a new opportunity for you to start again. Having learned from the lessons of yesterday, this transformed way of thinking will help free you from the bondage of your past mistakes. There are many reasons to continue to receive God's grace and mercy each day. And I invite you to move forward with assurance, boldness, and courage. Giving yourself grace and receiving the gift, the free gift of God's grace and mercy that is available to you. That'll work right there. That'll work for me right there. That'll work for me right there. Yeah, move forward in boldness and assurance. Not insurance, but assurance. Huh? Come on now, not insurance, but assurance. I wish I had a little help right there. Not insurance. My, my, my. But assurance. I wish y'all would get that. Move forward in boldness and with assurance. 
right? Insurance. Come on now. But assurance. Come on now. It's a different thing. <laughs> come on now. That's different. That's different. I move my mind. My, my, my. That's good. That blesses me. <clears throat> so here, here, here is the, here is the biggest difference, brother Mike Todd. They gonna like this. But here's the difference between insurance and assurance. Insurance remains in effect. Watch this. Hold on, Felice. Watch this. Let me help the beat. <clears throat> insurance will stay uh, active and viable as long as you pay the policy. But the minute you stop paying the policy and you don't make the payment, the policy is canceled and you're no longer protected. <clears throat> Y'all ready? All but assurance. I can preach that right there. Assurance is not based upon you making your payments, but on the fact that the premium has already been paid. Oh, my, my. Oh, my. Ha, ha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look both ways. I'm gonna put two teeth. One L, one O. Yeah. With your hands lifted up. Straight. 